Before we begin, remember we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. Michael should be on in a moment. I'm sorry you've had a rough week. I've also had a rough week, but... I know. I feel like we don't have anything exciting to say. I do. I have a thing. You do? I do, but let's wait till Michael gets on it. Maybe she'll have a fun thing, too. Yeah, I think she needs. we need her to bring our energy back up. Yeah, I'm not feeling super energized. I didn't sleep well last night. I think I woke up every half an hour. Ooh, yuck. Yeah, it's not fun. I'm going to have to text Chase and let him know I'm recording. Uh, so he doesn't bust in like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Babe, I'm home. Suck my dick. Not that he ever says that. He never <laughs> said that to me in my whole life. But that's like all I could just think of. Like, like that would be really awful and hilarious. Like on a meeting. And he says that. And <laughs> Babe, I'm home. The test came back positive. <laughs> Hi, Hello. how are you? Yeah, it worked. Yay! Hello! Hi! Welcome to the oh episode gosh. of Technical Difficulties. Seriously, that was an ordeal. Well, it took us half an hour to get fixed. Like, we started at 4.30. Well, oh, no. 4.35. Or, and so we haven't gotten any recording done. <laughs> so... No. <laughs> no. Well, at least so it was quick all episode. my fault. <laughs> no, not at yeah. all. It was Kimberly's fault before. Yeah, it was mostly my fault. Mm-hmm. Um... Hi! Hi! Hi, friends. I'm so glad to see you. Yeah, how's it going? How are you, Michael? I hear you exploded. Good. What? I I hear you exploded exploded on the internet. Oh, 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 yes! Tell us all about it! (laughs) I'm famous now. I didn't know if you know this. Uh (laughs) I, uh, I got on TikTok when I published my book because a friend told me that this would be like the best way to um, get it out there. Her Mm -hmm. son has become famous on TikTok and got a Prada modeling deal out of it and stuff. So she is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, so this is what you got to do. So I go on TikTok. It's very entertaining, but um, I posted just kind of random things like how you would on an Instagram, which apparently is not really what you're, I guess most uh, like influencers or creators have the same kind of post over and over. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like themed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, Hey, people like this dance. So now I'm a dance person and I just do dances all the time. Uh, Or or I'm going to talk about variations on this theme all the time. Or all parenting. Well, I, I have a variety of things that I post, like I said, as if it was Instagram because I'm old (laughs) and I don't know how things work. Anyway, I was in target and the clothes were, uh, Freaky, really bad, (laughs) freaky. And so I recorded the clothes in there and I uh, did a voiceover just talking about how weird the clothes were and it went off the rails. It was the weirdest thing because I had like 93 followers. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then I posted it and um, it had over a thousand views like in probably less than an hour. And it just kept going and going. And the whole day it was exploding and people kept commenting. And I'm, I'm constantly getting notifications on my phone. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then I'm stupid and responding to them. If you're really <laughs> if, if you're a real TikTok person, like <laughs> fabulous, you don't respond to their comments. Oh but, man, my favorite was that one that you sent me where that girl was so upset. Oh, that was day one. And I was like, okay, I've really made it because I've pissed off someone and they they do edit or they were something. so mad. She they were so she mad. was young, right? Yeah. Like maybe in and her she 20s. was like, I want because Michael talked about those ugly ass prairie dresses that Target yes. spends. So that, that was yes. one of the things. And this girl was like, as someone that likes this, and I was like, no one on this fucking planet likes this. Yes, there are old there... navy. Side note: Old Navy has the same kind of thing that I noticed this Christmas. So maybe if I didn't TikTok on the Old Navy stuff, yeah, girl, you'd be famous. We'd be, we'd um, so be apparently. Famous. There are Ugh. lots of creators who have done these Target TikTok videos. There are. I've yes, only I have been on TikTok <laughs> like six months at the time that I had made it. And this angry child was like, I should call her a child. She's in her 20s. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. In her 20s. <laughs> 20s are the oldest, but she might be in high school. Anyways, she's on there and she's like, um, Cottage Core is totally in. You are so outdated. And the most uninteresting thing on TikTok. You're just repeating what other people have done and all these things. I mean, she was after me and angry, just so angry. And I, you kind of responded after, before you showed it to me and I was like, oh, you should have just been like really like passive aggressively overly nice. Like cause <laughs> the girl was like, I like this kind of thing and it's not available in my target. It sold out. And I was like, Michael, you should just be like, well, sweetheart, I have so many here. Tell me your Can size I and where you live and you? I will ship them to you. Like, <laughs> because nobody in our big city markets want it. <laughs> I did kind of start to get, that as well so like people were like just 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 say you're old just say you have no fashion sense uh, and that you're old and i'm like my okay God. i'm old and i don't have fashion sense you know like i don't care i'm happy to be over 40 if that means i don't have to wear the clothes that i wore as a child ever ever again i'm okay uh -huh. i'm okay yeah. but they were like oh and that was the other whole <laughs> people were angry because i said that it looks like a 1980s craft shop, which if you ever went to a craft fair in the 80s, there was crocheted things, sewn, you know, quilted things. It's what it looked like in there. And some of the tops were tops I wore in the 80s. I was a child in the 80s. I have not forgotten what I was forced to wear. A girl never forgets it. <laughs> Dolores, yes. Dolores, my mom. <laughs> She made me wear those clothes. And people were like, this is an 80s. This is 70s. Oh, no, it's not. It's 60s. And like all this stuff. I'm like, y'all know oh, that. Oh, my God. No. As soon as the calendar <laughs> changes over, it doesn't automatically become neon and miniskirts. And even if it was, <laughs> as a third grader, I wasn't wearing neon and miniskirts. I was like, oh. 
<laughs> Anyways, I wore those clothes too, and they were the worst. I hated them. Ugh. Thank you. The ugliest Thank you. damn things. Yes, you but had to like live people, through that. People Ugh. can't get a joke. They either can't get a joke, or they just want to be angry right now. People want to be angry, and they found every reason. And I did my best to, uh, you know, respond in a humorous way to diffuse some of it. And some people it worked, they were like, Oh, I didn't really mean it in the, this sort of way. And I was like, okay, you know, I'd go with that. Oh, I'm sure you did it, but it's totally mean. The first statement is totally mean. It was so weird. (laughs) Anyway, it has finally fizzled down. It's had 2 million views, but it is, (laughs) I know (laughs) saying, ew, target closer, bad. I'm like, have y'all seen my other content? It's much better. Have you heard about my book? Because it's really (laughs) why I'm here. (laughs) I was like, oh, sweet Lord in heaven. But now, so I went from 93 to almost 6,000 followers in in just a few weeks. Like it went really fast. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I have content that I think is funny and should have gone viral and it didn't. So I don't, you hit the, you made it work. My squirrel story I think my recording for my squirrel story was fucking hilarious. I need to go look at that one. I know I care. I think you told us about the squirrel. I cared. I did. I talked about it on the podcast too because it was really funny and traumatic. I'll do it. But it was a very, <laughs> yes! <laughs> it was a very like in the moment, raw, emotional, absurdity uh, reaction to what had yeah. just happened versus my recounting it here when it was a couple weeks old. <laughs> well, and, and that's just what I've been trying to do is like, duet other friends and um, like and comment their things and like see if they can get a little takeoff from it as well because I don't know. There's no way people are going to stick around for me. <laughs> I, I decided what my what I'm going to be doing on TikTok moving forward, but I decided it over a month ago and I have not start, done it yet. So, Which is I decided I was going to do an improvised song a day since I, that's like that's oh, what I do performance wise yeah and like I'm gonna do it the way that like everyone does like the make like so I have a 20-sided die I'm gonna roll it that will be the backing track I use and I will use a a random gener like improv generator to get a suggestion and then I will make up a song but I decided to oh, do this over a month fun. ago and I haven't started it yet <laughs> yeah that sounds kind of fun so that's my current plan I said uh, go with it Okay, I'm going to do it. I mean, I keep saying it, but I'm going to do it this time. Maybe I'll duet you and harmonize it. Yes. <laughs> I don't I know what you songs mean by all duet. the time. Yeah. Well, on TikTok, you can take, uh, you can duet someone's video. So, like, whatever video they created, you can um, then Go film side yourself. By side. Yeah, you're oh, side by side, okay, and you're reacting to it, or you're commenting alongside it, or even singing along with it, like a mm-hmm. literal. Okay, duet. okay, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay. So I just did one actually just before. Well, you guys, I was waiting for y'all. Um, someone posted a, a video of President Zelensky, the U- Ukraine president, mm-hmm. with with his Never shirt off. Oh no! Not what? No? Yes. Where? Please share it. <laughs> um, I do edit it. <laughs> I'm like eating my potato chips. Just watch. Oh my god! 
I am embarrassed. I, I am so hot for that man right now. That, Damn, a meme. I think the whole world is. Yeah, there's I a meme out there that says that that says like men, all the women in, in a yes. all the women like him right now. So there's just just understand that, guys. That's it. <laughs> oh my god! There's just like this picture of him in uniform, just like. Yes. I've also seen this thing that people are like, why does he like, look, everyone loves him right now. And he really knows how to relate to his, like to his people. And he's really like, and they're like, what is it about him? And everyone's like, he's fucking 44 years old. So he knows what his people care about. Yeah. yeah, He's yeah. not well, 80. Okay. And, thank you. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one. The other reason he's hot is integrity. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to turn this political, but a certain president did ask him to help yeah. uh, lie about his presidency. And sure. he said no. And that president said, well, I'm not going to give you money unless you say that there's an investigation on the guy that's running son. And he said, uh, no. I really like how couched these terms are, but they're like so clear. Like, to, like, oh, you're like I'm not going to say the names, but if you know what happened in the last year and a half. Honest to God, honest <laughs> to God, is there anything sexier than Ow. integrity? Right. And a man doing his job well. He is a right. civil mm-hmm. servant and he is out there serving literal boots on the ground. Hello, American politicians. Pay attention. Yeah, I think that's where I first saw it was a comparison of him and Ted Cruz going during like mm-hmm. like all the power outages and stuff where he went yes. to like Mexico. There's like, like a I'm picture of Cancun. Yeah. Vacation time. Um also I cannot get over this Ukrainian grandma. Like she is my fucking hero. Yes. The one that sunflower. Yeah. yeah, the one that gave sunflower seeds to the Russian soldiers and told them to put them in their pockets so that when they fell down and died in Ukrainian soil, sunflowers would grow. Like what? A folk hero. Yes. What a badass. She is a badass. Walked right up God. to those efforts. I hope it's I'm so that much, badass. So one. much. And even just Ukraine's Ukraine's response to the Russian warship and like everything they're doing. I'm so proud of them. And I think it's really cool. Okay. This is not a political podcast, but I'm just going to say this. I think it's really, really cool how the, the world is finding a way to quote unquote attack Russia without bombs and guns. Like there are things that they are doing, you know, not all, but, many of the Russian people are not okay with this. And Mm -hmm. I think it's like 8,000 have been arrested for protests, something like that, which Mm -hmm. uh, God be with them because a Russian jail is not like American jail. Right. But um, ours aren't great either. So (laughs) yeah, well, (laughs) but they're getting beaten probably. Um, Yeah. And uh, I'm just, you know, it's, if we were to attack Russia, um, World War Three absolutely would happen. If anyone else hopped in, that's in NATO, I would say, or the EU. Yeah. Um, and the way they're just like cutting off this money, Elon Musk is helping uh, whoever Anonymous is, that cyber um, yep. terrorist, freaking A, yes. I'm so 
into that. I think that's so cool how they're cutting off the Russians. Um, and- I would consider him a white hat hacker or white cap hacker, oh, not yes. a cyber terrorist. Well, that's, <laughs> I think that's what they call them is cyber terrorists. I think so, but. They're, they're vigilantes is probably yes. the better way to say it. Yeah. Cyber vigilantes and they're kicking butt. And I think it's amazing. And I don't know. I think this is a very new way to fight a war, but it's uh it kills less people. I need to say something really pie in the sky naive. I kind of felt like we were sort of past this kind of thing. Like, of course not. But I also never thought like, I'm just like, we're at a stage society wise where I don't think we're going to have world war three. Like we have come so far since world war one and world war two, like as a world. And yes, there's always fighting. And, but I like, just didn't think that this would happen. Like they would attack places for no reason and not for like, oil and gas or you know something of that sort is that what you mean i don't know what were you well, gonna europe say has had, europe has had the longest peace time since right. world war ii right that that's that's because of nato that's because of the stuff that we came up yes. with after world war ii that that stalemate in some ways but we i mean it's the longest peace time and so you get comfortable with it like yeah, we should yeah. be proud of ourselves that that is the longest peace time. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's throwing us for a loop because I mean we, we never really considered Europe to be at war. I mean, even right, uh, even being part of the the um, the the wall, the Berlin the, wall, um, Berlin wall, like mm-hmm. that was remnants of of war sure. that we weren't really a part of. So this. This is a new feeling. Uh, so yeah. Another news. I got a hamster. I oh, yes. That's my new that's my news to share. And I'm like, oh god, we gotta like like what? I don't know what's what gonna compelled you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it was an impulse buy, which is what I feel like most hamster purchases probably are. My second friend in the last six months to get hamsters. Really? Well, so we bought it because I, it's physically impossible for me to go to the pet store to get dog food without stopping and looking at the hamsters and the ferrets and the rats. And, um, and so I took a picture of this hamster and he was so cute standing up looking at me and I sent it to Chase. Like I wrote, I want him and the picture didn't go through. And so as I left the store, I resent it. And then I'm driving home from the pet store and Chase texts me and goes, He's cute. Get him. Oh, and, I, uh, and I call him. You like take a drift and turn around. I, I call him and I like, had a meeting because it was like my lunchtime. And I so I call him back and I go, I left the store already. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so loud that one of his coworkers apparently like heard it and goes, why is Kim yelling at you? <laughs> <laughs> so we went back and got him and I've already, we've already spent over $500 on this hamster in a week. Um, because did you know that hamster cages are sold at pet stores? 
and they're like cruel and unusual and that a hamster needs at a minimum 450 square inches of continuous space for one hamster and they recommend 600 for a hamster and that's not counting space for them to like burrow that's not that's that's horizontal space not depth so chase is currently building a custom hamster habitat well yeah stars are you going to have to get a second hamster? So they oh, no, so they but we did almost stars. leave with a second hamster. Hamster when Chase went back to the store with me, there was another one that he saw that he was like, "Let's get him too." But then we Googled and the type of hamsters we get, um, we'll kill each other and eat each other. Oh, they are okay. solitary oh, hamsters. Fun. Good times. Oh. That would really stink after building a habitat. That's- yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've spent a lot of money on Amazon getting things for hamster habitat. A bloody hamster habitat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, nice his name stars. is Franklin. He is adorable. Franklin Tybalt, and he is adorable. And Chase is almost done with his new habitat. And then I we're going to move him in. I can't wait to see it. Yes. Yeah. So, I'd like okay. to see. That's my little story to lighten up from the awful political talk before we get into questions. <laughs> I have a story about animals. Okay. Oh, but come back to your your hamster. Does it do the little popcorn thing? When it gets really excited, apparently hops hamsters do this little popcorn thing where they um, like, you know. I will pop, keep. Pop, 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 pop. I will let you know because or, he's still maybe I'm getting used to the other thing. What's the other thing that's like a hamster? Guinea pigs. Uh, maybe I'm thinking. Uh, guinea pig or a chinchilla oh yeah no, i don't know a mouse okay, yeah. or a rat i will let you know if he or... as he warms up if that happens okay <laughs> um so not too long ago um an animal shelter sort of in the area got 497 parakeets <gasps> yeah apparently it was pulled out like out of a out of a house and an animal one boarding house? situation. One house. Oh my god! The, the son, I think, uh, went into his father's house and just pulled out all the parakeets and dropped off like a chunk of them and said, "I got a few more coming." And then it was like three hundred more. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're starting to become up, put up for adoption, and I'm thinking maybe I should get a parakeet. Are you gonna get one? <laughs> I had one when I was little, oh, and two. Yeah, I think I might. Do but, it. Birds uh, so are fun. Apparently, if you leave them in a room together, they will reproduce fairly quickly, which is probably like what happened with the 497. <laughs> <laughs> I had a male and a female, and they didn't reproduce. Oh. But they were just in a cage. They weren't, like, in a full room. It was like this This guy called the animal shelter, and he's like, okay, I'm bringing in 60 to 80 parakeets from my house, from my father's house. And he brought in 497 parakeets. That's died. fucking hilarious and awful. Yeah. yeah. Like, can he not count? Right. Like, how did he get that? <laughs> I think so he just 60, don't you think? It. it looks like about 60 birds in here. called them and say we're bringing 60 but they would be like all of them in like these bird cages like maybe 80 birds in a maybe a large (sighs) bird like they were suffocating it was so tight in there that some of them were suffocating oh my god it wasn't like they were wild in the house and he was just catching them and bringing them in I think they might have been wild in a room and then he would 
like put them into a cage. I so dense. The dad or the son? They both suck. I think the son maybe. I'm gonna guess oh. Daddy died and the son was cleaning. No, I think he's still alive. Oh Lord! Well, let's it was get a pet horn situation where the son was just like I'm taking these out. That's yeah. It. Oh, that's yeah. that's awful. I know. Well, let yeah. us know if you get a parakeet or two. Okay, I will. Or five. Sixty. <laughs> I don't know. They kind of look like. She's like, I got two parakeets and it's one hundred and twenty. My God! Oh, it's, it became more than eight hundred budgies. Mm. That's what it ended up. More than. I'm sorry, that does not look anything like sixty. <laughs> Doesn't sound like yes. it. Look like it. Nothing. Oh my yeah. God! That house anyway. must have been so gross. I know. I know. Enormous amounts of anything gets gross. I saw yes. a thing where there were like butterflies all over a tree trunk, and I was like, Mm-mm, "That smells gross <laughs> to me." And I love butterflies. I mean, what's not to like? But that was just creepy. I mean, if, if there's enough of them that they could take you. Like, I, I, I'd be a little creeped out. Yeah, there's enough that they can take you. I mean, Masses of hummingbirds. I mean, even mm-hmm. one or two hummingbirds kind of scares me because that beak is like a little sword. They're loud here in Colorado. They are not. They don't come at my face. Oh God! They don't make noises in in Michigan. They're silent. You don't hear hummingbirds, and here you're like. Oh no! They're very. They have a lot to say here. They're so loud. They're so loud. You guys have more, I think. What? You guys have more, I think, because I I never see hummingbirds here. Yeah, we get a lot. My dad gets a lot of them at his house. There's some oh, town in Texas that gets like they're on the migration trail and they get gazillions of hummingbirds. And that would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what people tell me. They're like, we should go. It'd be amazing. And I'm like, that sounds gross. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's a lot of birds pooping on you. It's just a lot of anything is gross, period. Unless Fair it's enough. pasta. A lot of pasta. <laughs> that can be yeah. gross though too. Like you're like you eat so much, you're like, well, now I feel like dying. Yeah. So, true, uh, true. what is everyone drinking? I am drinking a Chardonnay. Check this bottle out. It's called "The Kids Are Finally Asleep," and a friend of mine recommended it to me to pair with my book. And so nice. there is a um uh. Mother of preschoolers group. Have you ever heard of mops? That's what mothers of preschoolers are. And there's a mother of preschoolers group up here and they're having like a big convention or something. And I am giving a pairing of like one of my books autographed with this wine. I love that. Kids are finally asleep. We'll go with, is it bedtime yet? I love it. So yeah, I think so too. I think that'll be fun. And it's a Chardonnay. It's only ten bucks, man. It's a yeah, good wine. That's the only drink. That's the only wine I drink is ten dollar wine. So it's it's good. I uh, we've got some spendy ones that I enjoy from time to time, but you can't do that very often. You know, this is not good on the pocketbook. <laughs> not good on the belly. Jen, what are what are you drinking? My apothic. My standard apothic. You look like a it's queen. Just, You're just sitting in this chair. I, yes. Your arms. I'm on are my like couch. Straight. And you, you have my, your you red wine. 
Oh, I do. I did that. I did that. You did that? We got to answer some questions. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm drinking soju and soda. And if you can see me, you can see me. Look at how pink I've been getting every time I drink. I've had half of a glass of alcohol and my whole face and neck are flushed. I'm getting weird marks on me from it. I oh, look no, so maybe bizarre. you have an allergy. Look, oh, an allergy? My oh, my gosh. Kim. It's you new. Can't do it's, just, this. it's just been like the last six months. I do look like I have an allergy. It's all you know, alcohol. Yeah, but that's a thing that can happen and they can, it, yeah. the allergy can progress. So you need to go talk to your doctor. If I'm allergic to alcohol, I will fucking die. No. Not won't. because I'm drinking, because I have to cut it out. You'll live. <laughs> You'll live. Oh, you guys, don't say this to me. Honey, that's, that, well, what it is. I have a friend you, who went through that. Yeah. Yeah. We had to give Maybe it up because she would turn red. Drink it sometimes or drink White Claw because that's not real alcohol. Or... Why White Claw does this to me? This is, this is like a third, this is like a beer alcohol level. Oh, it's a 13.5 and I've had ha- less than half a bottle. She's like, I had half a drink and I'm like, <laughs> how can you give advice? What is this show about? Yeah. That's... Am I dying? You're not dying no, today. No, you're not dying. Um, but, but she's right. You should talk yeah, to the doctor. It's going to progress. Can't. It's going to progress. I have a friend whose husband has that problem and yeah, it gets worse. So I'm like really upset right now that I might have to stop drinking alcohol. I'm kidding. But I mean, no, um, I'm really upset, but I'm not about to cry. Don't worry. Okay. Anyway. I was like, maybe we need to take 30 days maybe, at a maybe. place. <laughs> maybe it's time for an intervention if Kim is this upset. Yeah. Um, okay, let, let's answer some questions and I will mull on yeah. the fact that maybe I should ask my doctor if I'm allergic to alcohol and what I need to do because this yep. fucking sucks right yep. now. Oh, oh so I have red. to talk about so one, like, okay. one um, uh, drinking game. So She's I know I'm here. On here, mm-hmm. we, I know she is. The boobs aren't red, though. It's above that. It's just my it's chest just and up. Up to your forehead, yeah. to your hairline. Yes. <laughs> Which we can't see further because it's all red anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what's your so, drinking game? And then yeah, we have yeah. time for two questions. Yeah. <laughs> so your drinking game is that if we suggest therapy, we take a drink. Yes. Um, I'm trying to make fetch happen, I guess, on my on my TikTok. Every time I say, um, you take a drink. But just yes, a sip like of it. something, not a shot. Just take a sip, not a shot, because I say, um, and so much you'll die. Okay, let's answer questions. Um, okay, let's get started. Who wants to read the first question? Do you have the questions? Did you I not do not. Send? No, I didn't okay. send them. I can read the first question. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I am a stay-at-home mom with four young children, and I have a cleaning lady that I really appreciate. But I'm about to fire her for offering too much personal advice. She is lecturing me on how my four-year-old still wears pull-ups at bedtime, telling me I must serve my family 100% organic food, telling me to enroll my kids in a special child development program. It is overwhelming. I have politely declined her advice, but it continues on. Am I justified in firing her over this? My husband thinks I'm being too sensitive and doesn't understand why I don't just ignore her. She does a fine job cleaning our house once a week otherwise. Signed, don't Marie Kondo my life, slash, <laughs> pine salt scented de- advice. 
Jennifer couldn't decide, and I couldn't either. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can I, can I let her rip? Yeah. Yeah. Go, um, go. I hate when our husbands first. say, just ignore it. <laughs> God dang it. Men can compartmentalize and, and do that, but we are not that way. Okay. We're just not, for the most part, we are not designed to operate that way. And that is beautiful. Um, so no, we will not just ignore it. What? you can do is just say, thank you. Okay. Thanks. And maybe that'll get her to stop, um, on that particular subject in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, but really boundaries need to be set and she needs to tell her, I love what you do with the house. You are my housekeeper. And I need you to just focus on that and stop telling me how to raise my family. You're not the nanny. Well, she, yeah. She's taking it personally because it kind of is personal. It is. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, like judgment. It's, it's full like, judgment. It's none it of your fucking business what I do with my kids. Fuck yeah. off. It sucks from yeah. anyone. It, you don't want to hear that from your friend, your mother-in-law, uh-huh. your, you know, um, you, you want to do parenting your way it's a very personalized thing your kids are not like anyone else's kids you are not like anyone else your family unit is not like any other family unit okay i just think it's funny that for however many hundreds of thousands of years or whatever that the earth has been around and families have been around and babies there are new uh, trends on how to take care of your kids. Currently, right I, now, the big thing is mm-hmm. gentle parenting. And um, I'm not sad about gentle parenting. I don't have any problem with it. But it's like there's a new method every time, you know. And why? The kids are <laughs> still kids. The parents are still parents. There's some new things now, like technology or whatever. But for the most part, children have been the same since the dawn of time. So I say in my book, you know, everyone has a different recipe. We all have the same ingredients, but we tweak the recipe and it's not anyone else's business how you're doing it, except mine. Get my book and I'll tell you how to do it. (laughs) Um, Is it bedtime yet? Pro parenting tips for rank amateurs by me. Yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) I did it. I didn't mess you did it. You had the name right. You <laughs> but particularly someone who's come to work in your home. Yeah. Like a, the plumber wouldn't come and say, you know what? Your kid. Now, maybe if it's like you're, you need to stop letting your kid flush shit down the toilet that isn't actual shit. Like yeah, or I'm trying to like do something and your child is beating me over the head with his stuffed animal. Yes. Yeah, fair this enough. Is happening. Well, it, it's interfering with my job or my job might be unsafe for your kid to be around. That's different than discussing pull-ups and their food for yeah. crying out loud. No, she needs to set some boundaries and not feel bad about that because she yeah. is not the one doing wrong here. Yeah. She just needs to say it. She says, I don't need to, I don't need this advice. I don't need your input. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. Yeah. Stop touching yourself, Kimberly. 
I'm well, just like because it's not so much your shoulders. It's not on my shoulders. It's, it's not on my boobs. to your eyes. It's no place else on my body. Maybe she's just really excited to talk to us. No, that's is it um, raised like hives or is it just no? Like, it's just like flushed. See, part of me thinks that's just like white people stuff. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did change, like, I started using a benzoyl peroxide face wash for a while based mm-hmm. on my dermatologist's recommendation. Mm-hmm. And it made me, it did this to my face in the same areas. And then after I started using it, I st- I've stopped using it. I haven't used it for months. But then whenever I drink, I get red in those same places that it made me get red. But I didn't use it on my chest, so I don't know. But that was my initial thought. It's not like a rash. It's not like hives. It's flat. It's just red. Yeah. It. You look severely sunburned. I do. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And splotchy. Am anyway, I wrong, very, Jen? Very distracting. No, yes. you, you're not wrong. I do want to add to the question. Yes. Let's be back on topic. Is that mm-hmm. there was a Sex in the City episode where Miranda had a cleaner and Miranda had um, a, a, a drawer of special stuff. Yeah. Her yeah. lady drawer. Yeah. And the cleaner did not appreciate that, that Miranda had a drawer. And she, so at Fire one point, her. Miranda opens the drawer and there's like, and and uh, an image of the Virgin Mary or something in that drawer, <laughs> <laughs> and so Miranda says she confronts the cleaner and she's like, "Look, I like you. You're a fine cleaner, but I'm a single woman, and sometimes I use a vibrator. All right." Oh, and the next time gosh. she opens the drawer, there's a whole bunch of condoms, and the vibrator is like, it's like like cleaner. organized. <laughs> yeah, made a little visual of condoms and vibrators. Anyway. Oh. So, just, <laughs> so confront her and she'll leave you alone. Yeah, tell her it's none of her business. Yeah, she You're, thinks she's being helpful. Maybe she thinks she's being helpful. Just say she does. it's not helpful. Everyone that gives advice uh, thinks they're being helpful. They don't think they're hurting your feelings. They don't think that yeah. they're... I actually did the mm-hmm. same thing last night on a group chat and uh, <laughs> uh, said something to someone that I thought was helpful and they felt it was patronizing mm-hmm. and it probably was a little bit, you know, it was like, I don't, yeah. I didn't ask for your help on this, you know, friend. So it happens. Unsolicited mm-hmm. advice is never welcome. Yeah. Right. But don't listen to your husband who says, don't make a big deal. Out that of is it. also like, unsolicited advice. Or just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but maybe um, not. Like, I know. I know. Like, don't but, make a big deal out of it, but do make your point. <laughs> I also just kind of want you to be like, I love you for the, you know, like, I, I love your work cleaning the house, but I pay you for house cleaning and I don't pay you nanny wages for your, but like, you know, like I, yeah. I'm paying you for, I'm not paying you for two jobs. I'm paying like, I, in a way that's not mean, but all I can think of is like, you know, like when you hear st- like stay at home moms that everyone's like, well, they should do this. And how dare they not do this? And you're like, I'm one person doing multiple jobs. And if you were paying me for all these jobs, this is what you'd have to pay me versus it. And like, like don't extend extra labor where you don't need to. Yeah. Lady. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready next for the question? next question. Cause yeah. we've got 10 minutes. 
I can probably okay. stay 15 not instead of 10. So if we can keep these two short, we can maybe get through both of them. Okay, okay. See what we can do. Next question, ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend and I are long distance. I'm 18 and she's 17. Oh. She told me that this boy she used to hang out with in elementary school texted her and wanted to meet up. I said, I don't feel comfortable with that because I didn't. She was making me feel like I was the bad person for feeling like that, saying things like, oh, I'm not allowed to have friends. Then she tells me it's all a prank and she just wanted to see how I'd react and make me jealous. I do not like this. This is not normal, is it? And is it normal for me to feel that way with meeting him if it had been real? Signed, trick or cheat. Okay, last two questions. One, no, that's not normal. That's petty, manipulative bullshit. That happens when you're young. You're both young and you both will learn better if you yeah. don't already know it. They but two, yeah. also, and is it normal for you to feel that way about her meeting up with him? If it had been, also, no, like, she's a person. You're, like, I understand feeling some jealousy, or but, like, if you're insecure in your relationship that you can't even stand her meeting up with somebody, a friend of the opposite sex and reconnecting, then you don't have a strong relationship and you need to be able to have better communication skills. So this was actually my husband and I, because we started dating when I was 15 and he was going off to college. So it was actually a month before I turned 16. So 16 and 18. And he was in college and I was still in high school. And um, he never cared Uh, He may have been bothered, like he would make jokes or something kind of about all the guy friends I had, but he never really um, felt threatened by that. And if, if you're meant to be, it's just going to happen, you know, regardless. It's not like nobody on me for, we dated for six years before we got married. It's not like no men ever approached me or were interested in me or even my guy friends, you know, you could tell there was things with some of those guys never. So, uh, he, if he's that insecure, he needs to simmer down on that. I would say, I mean, my husband was a young man and he was fully secure in his relationship with me. And if she really was just like, messing with him with that like just trying things out and trying to make him jealous or whatever first of all i don't believe that for a second that's very true she probably just reacted to the way you reacted and was like okay i'm sorry yeah. i oh, was yeah. kidding i just wanted to see but i so i don't think she was doing that to be honest but if she was that's completely out of line and inappropriate just yeah you don't do don't that. play games with each other it sounds like you want to see if you should break up with him or not like you want to create a reason to break up with him. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're young, you know, I, I don't think their re- reactions are odd. Out of the norm for that. They're, yeah. they're yeah. immature yeah. responses because they're kids. They're 17 and 18. They're, they're immature. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you got a long time ahead for boyfriends and girlfriends. So yeah. Yeah. I think on. he recognizes that this isn't really a, a good way to communicate. And I think that's a good recognition. Yes. If he wants to continue relationship, he needs to maybe increase the communication. He's like, I don't, I don't like the way you did this. Uh, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. do that again. Like, let's yeah. learn from this or on from each other. Like, yeah. which is fine. I think you're allowed to make mistakes like that when yeah. you're allowed to make mistakes at any point. 
But sure. as far as that, but particularly when you're that young, you guys yeah, are you're, just learning. They're out, okay. figured out. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not telling you to break up. Is what we're saying. It's just you know. Yeah, or maybe but, do, but better but, communicate. Yeah, <laughs> better like, communication. It's okay for you to be bothered by this whole thing in total, yeah. and, and yeah. communicate with her about that. Yeah. They both just sound immature to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, like and you said, they're both kids. Babies. Yeah, they're allowed to be. Mm-hmm. Now, You'll, if these there's were plenty of time to learn more. Saying and, this, I'd yes. be like, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> these guys yeah, would be yeah. so different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, do we we're want to answer our third question. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to read it quick? Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. Um, okay. How did you wish your parents handled you having sex as a teen if they knew or found out? I get it. I was a very promiscuous teen. In fact, I had a child at 17 and now that child is sexually active. The only difference here is that I didn't have loving and supportive parents. No one to guide me. I needed to find people to love me. We're not naive. We discuss this stuff, but I'm losing my mind. No, your boyfriend cannot be in your room. No, your boyfriend cannot spend the night. This evening, she replied with, if you make this harder, it's just more fun. How do I handle this? Signed, <laughs> smells like teen snacks. <laughs> it's just more fun. That's oh hilarious to me. Like, what a fucking power move on his daughter's part. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Actually, I have a friend whose who's, who's, uh, daughter said that to her. That's so funny. Her daughter was like, I don't like this. Or her mom, wait, wait, my friend is the mom. And she was like, I don't like this young man. It's really, you know, he's too old for you or whatever the thing was. And she said, um, your uh, resistance to this just makes it hotter. um so i think part of the reason this seemed like a good one here is because michael you have children and we don't but i will say like some of my ideas of this formed from like going to germany as a young young adult as Mm -hmm. a teenager Mm -hmm. and their mentality there is so very different from ours in that they they taught about safe sex they taught about consent and how things should be for everybody and what pre- how pressure shouldn't be involved and that they didn't teach waiting till sex or till sex they didn't till teach like, waiting to marriage but they wait they did teach waiting till you felt <laughs> Sorry, Michael's dogs are fighting in the background. That's what that sounds like. Can you hear it? (laughs) (laughs) But but they would they would teach you know wait until you were grown enough in yourself that you could clearly convey what your needs were and where you felt safe, and wait till you were with someone that you felt safe with, and they would allow their children's significant others to spend the night they would allow that oh like, my. they were like it's better for them to be safe here at home in case something ever happens and honey rather than could you maybe <laughs> do something about the fighting call me maybe <laughs> like kill them or <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but, well yeah, they would allow that they would allow their teenage 
like high school students to have their significant others over and spend the night in the same room with the door closed. They just wanted them to be someplace safe and they trusted them to make decisions for themselves while giving them a safety net if needed. So that Mm -hmm. mentality, I really appreciate that. Like empowering the, the children, but I also don't have any myself. So I recognize that I might, <laughs> I might change it. I want to hear Jen's take on it. Yeah. My take on it is that I'm all about creating boundaries and rules to follow, but I'm also like, you want your child, to, your child who is growing into an adult to have a safe space to grow. And so you want to make sure they have access to all appropriate information and all appropriate resources. And maybe they might get a little under in under your roof, but as long as they're in a safe space, um, <laughs> if there's some sort of rule that you want to kind of hold on to, then I can kind of like maybe not spend the night. Maybe that's a rule. Like if he has his own house and she has her own house, Maybe not spend the night, maybe create that boundary while giving them the freedom to explore other avenues. Um, But yeah, I don't want to throw all the boundaries out the window. Um, Yeah. But I also don't want to close off any avenues of safety. So yeah, it is a balancing act. You guys, I think you'd make what? great mommies. <laughs> Gross. Um, so uh, this is a, a funny subject for me just because of my faith and the way I grew up, which was um, the next book I'm writing about. It was, it was kind of a religious cult that I was involved in. So fun. Um, but regarding this with my own children, I have told them this. Well, it's uh, the sex talk should be ongoing from the time they're little to now because we talk about body parts, we talk about touching ourselves or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it's an on who can touch you and who can't ongoing conversation, right? And so when the actual talk happens, like to me, it shouldn't be like we're going to sit down and have the talk. It's Mm -hmm. just an ongoing thing that evolves as your children uh, grow and mature, just like privacy rules evolve and, and, and different rules in in your house will change as your child ages. So um, the conversation should always be open for me. um, Well, here's some good news, some stats that aren't religious or anything else. Um, Just, 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 stuff that's that's happening right now most kids right now are not having sex it has dropped dramatically 80s and 90s i know it was different (laughs) but kids Mm -hmm. in today's world in the last decade or so there's been a decline in sexual activity it doesn't it Mm -hmm. seems backwards because there's so much more sex in our face right now i that sounds literally. Awful. I got, yeah, I know what you meant. We knew what you meant. <laughs> I just said, what did I just say? Sorry, I've had so a few much, yeah. glasses of wine. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> there's, uh, but but yeah, videos and and things. Sex is in the 
in oh god i can't stop okay we see a lot of it it's, <laughs> it's readily available it's here sex drugs and sex drugs <laughs> and rock and roll have always been big sellers that doesn't mean okay. it reflects what's happening in society at that moment Exactly. So sex and actually drug and alcohol use is all in a decline with youth. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really believe it has to do with education. It doesn't have to do with faith. Um, We don't have, there's actually less, uh, there's more of a decline in church going than there was before, but people are educated on what happens when you have sex. And I honestly believe that part of the reason any of that was in scriptures with all faiths, because it's across the board, is because when those scriptures were written in old times, you didn't have birth control. You didn't have condoms to protect you from STDs. You didn't have medication to cure STDs. (laughs) I mean, it's Um, that's, I think, you know, where that mostly comes from is a safety issue and the kids are more educated about it. Now they're more savvy about it. And, um, did you just say savvy, savvy, but I guess it's savvy. I loved it. No, I don't care. I loved it. I'm so sorry. I'm such a bitch. I didn't mean to derail that or point out your, I'm I'm so sorry. Uncut Johns. Uncut Johns. <laughs> Uncut Johns. Uncut Johns. <laughs> Jennifer, you heard this? It's been all over TikTok. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I'm going to find it and send it to you so you know what okay. we're talking about. Uncut Anyways, Johns. I was the muse for Uncut Johns and yeah. everyone's more savvy. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm horrible. Savvy? Is that what I should say? <laughs> you can yeah, say yeah. it however <laughs> you want. Yeah. Anyways. Jazz. The sorry. kids are more savvy about sex and drugs and alcohol and they're more educated. And so it is all on a decline. I have, you know, my two teenage sons, I have a bonus son with me right now. He's not my child. He's been living with me this year. I didn't raise him, but he is also um, like uh, not ready for that. And he knows it and verbalizes that like that's so great yes and and it's so cool that my kids will talk to me about it and when they were younger and we would talk about it oh they would cry and they thought it was so disgusting and horrible and I said (laughs) that is age appropriate and the fact that you're uncomfortable about it and don't want to talk to me about it says you don't need to be involved in that right now and as you get older and things like that but the kids in general not just my children are not as into it. Yeah. God, what was the question? Down, I forgot. Drugs oh, down, okay. I will say this. Yeah. My girlfriend, my neighbor, she's one of my, my dearest friends. She always says, I'm not going to make it easy for them though. I know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, if you're, if your kid is sexually active, you know, by a certain age, some, some of that's going on. She's like, that's okay, but I'm not going to make it easy. I'm not going to let her and her boyfriend sleep in the same bed, you know, kind of thing. She said, it wasn't easy for me. I had to do the things, you know, the parking or whatever. Not that that's high class. Um, I will say Aaron and I, like I said, started dating very young and he was in college and his parents moved and he would come home to Houston where we lived and he would come to my home. And he would sleep in my brother's room who was gone. He was in the Navy and he was gone, but he slept in my brother's room and I slept in my room, but he stayed the night at our house. And 
I mean, I think, uh, and he respected that rule, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I think it's a little weird to sleep in with your boyfriend in your parents' house. I yeah. think that needs to yeah. wait till things are pretty Especially tied as a up. teenager. Like, yeah. But, um, you know, stay the night. Sure. Comments. But you don't need to be in the same bed. That's just, I mean, yeah. I mean, mm-mm. no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. But part of the reason I would be okay with them staying the night, besides that my husband did that um, again in a separate room um, is that the kids are smarter about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are being safer about it. They're not, they're being more private about it. It doesn't seem like it because you also have this sect of people who are like <laughs> sending dick pics and whatever. Right. But they're not like having sex in the back of the car in a parking lot. They're not having sex behind the restaurant they work in. They're not <laughs> going on walks and having yeah. sex like in like, in the woods. In the in woods. woods. Okay. In, next to the restaurant place. that doesn't isn't open anymore down the block down the blocks from them. They're oh, like I know they're, what you're talking about. Yeah. They're <laughs> in safe locations rather than like out in public. That's just where they're gonna get tetanus. Yeah. <laughs> for the for the most part. For the majority of the kids, that's absolutely the case. And I, I think that's so great. And one thing I've always told my kids similarly is um, if you're going to do drugs, if you're going to drink, do it. Don't leave the house you're doing it at. Whether it's my Call home me. or someone that's else's my home, said. stay yeah. there. Because yep. it's when you leave the premises that legal trouble is going to happen or death. You're going to get in a major car accident or you're going to get pulled over and be arrested and I can't help protect you from that consequence. That's a consequence that's going to hit you and hit you hard. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, stay home and be safe. And my kids are very straight. Um, they don't cuss. They don't drink. I, I, in fact, one time my youngest did and his friend came home and was like, you're not going to believe what happened. They were so excited because <laughs> they heard him say a cuss word but um that's so funny i think honestly um because i do all those things they're like ew it's <laughs> <laughs> so old lady it's such an old lady thing i think that's a wonderful answer there thank we go you. Yeah. <laughs> that's the answer. I thank you that's the answer uh, be kind no. yeah just <laughs> And let them know they can trust you to talk to you about it. And like, you're not going to fucking mm-hmm. freak out or mm-hmm. make it unsafe for them that you're there mm-hmm. to listen, especially if they have any issues and they need to come to you for those. Mm-hmm. Or if they're in a dangerous place, let them know yep. that you, that you, you Call can you. come and get yep. them. Like, mm-hmm. That you're not, not going to yeah, be in trouble. It's really, it's fear that stops and, children and, from coming oh, to their parents. And, and get you your daughter definitely don't want your parents to be afraid of them. Yeah, get your daughter on birth control if she's not already. Yeah. Like, if she's going to be sexually active, she should be on birth control. And um, just to be safe. Just because because of cramping, I had to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of things. She might be already. But um, if not, you should take her to the doctor and you guys can have a discussion and and get her on something that works for her. Which only takes care of one issue, though. Yes. 
So yeah, don't right. always remind her to continuously have a bowl of condoms that she can just always grab one on her way out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, I, that would oh, be hilarious. I really would fucking quick, die. Really quick, there is yes. a thing where men—it's a—it's like a patch, a birth control patch for men. Um, and my friend who is studying to be a nurse was telling us about it, and the instructions explicitly say do not put these on your balls your dick <laughs> but guess what everyone puts them on many, their dick many, and their balls many of the men are putting the patches on their balls and it costs like testicular toxicity uh, oh my yeah. god oh my so, god god bless them but if they would just uh, use them right they're yeah, trying there is they- coming more options where men can be in control of that yeah. situation and it's not just they all want to be in control of that ladies. yeah they do yeah. so yeah but um okay. use condoms yes and don't Sorry, careful guys. be and safe don't put anything don't on your balls it. and don't put anything don't put on it. your balls no unless it's Nothing. like some sort of lubricant or something i don't know but, on but the you balls? don't really need lube on the balls well if, if it's tasty lube i guess <gasps> oh, okay oh fair enough okay but only use that for that situation <laughs> don't use that inside the vagina Right. That tasty okay. lube is only for the real stuff here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sons are like, oh my God, mom, I can't believe you. Da, da, da. You can very honestly say, I was not the one talking about edible lube. It was the other people. Jesus. Yeah. It's we talk about on. edible lube all the other. <laughs> <laughs> You're so embarrassed. I'm so the sorry, but also it's hilarious. Field the yeah. questions. Uh, <laughs> okay, my friends, yes. I love you, Michael. What is the name I of your book too. again? Yes. Uh, is it bedtime yet? Pro parenting tips for rank amateurs by Michael McDowell. Perfect. Yay. And what is your TikTok name? I think it's just Michael Mc. D. I don't know. Let me check really quick. Uh, and sorry. that's Michael without an E, so it's M I C H A L. M I C H A L, and it is Michael McDowell, the full name. Okay, so you TikTok. can find her there to see her to see her target video and support her. I know. Calm down, everybody. <laughs> or, or or berate her. You or like berate her. Yeah, you can berate her. Uh, yeah. Just don't tell her you came from here. Then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love you Thank guys. You, Thank you so much. Thank you. I love y'all too. Thank you so much for listening to Inebrated Input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. <laughs> and please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions, and we promise that we will keep your name out of it. <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon, where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. okay. Thanks. thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.